on this week's episode. An amendment to the Safe Banking Act. But what's changed? More cash on the way for canopy growth. And rescheduling leads to launch of new ETF. All this and more on Cannabis Weekly. Hi there and welcome to another episode of Cannabis Weekly, the weekly podcast updating on everything to do with the business of cannabis. Please do leave us a review in your favorite podcast app if you haven't done so already. Okay, on with the show. Rescheduling leads to new ETF. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services recent recommendation under the guidance of the Food and Drug Administration that cannabis should be reclassified as a Schedule 3 drug is already encouraging positive investment activity in the sector. Subversive Capital Advisor, which focuses on emerging sectors, this week launched a new cannabis-focused ETF, stating that a regulatory move to Schedule 3 status meaningfully changes the trajectory for this business. The fund will reportedly invest at least 80% of its net assets in companies directly involved in the global cannabis sector. The Subversive Cannabis ETF is the company's sixth fund and comes as other ETFs, such as Advisor Shares Pure US Cannabis and Roundhill Cannabis, have seen 25% jumps in value so far this month, according to Reuters. The text for the Safe Banking Act that aims to transform banking for the cannabis industry has been amended. According to Marijuana Moment, which has seen a copy of the amended text, the bill's updates relate to guidance, finance regulations, and reporting requirements. The Safe Act aims to prevent banking regulators from penalizing banks for providing services to cannabis businesses, prevent proceeds from cannabis-related businesses from being subject to money laundering laws and enable loans and financial services to cannabis businesses. Introduced to the House of Representatives in 2019, the Secure and Fair Enforcement Act has drummed up bipartisan support for its passing. There are reportedly a number of key amendments in the bill's text, which is now entitled the Secure and Fair Enforcement Regulation i.e. safer banking act canopy growth looks to raise more cash yesterday canopy growth corporation announced that it was seeking to raise up to 50 million dollars in additional funding via a private placement offering the canadian cannabis giant announced that it entered into a subscription agreement on september 18th 2023 with certain institutional investors the placement will see the company offer 22.9 million new units at a price of $1.09 per share, a significant discount on the $1.35 share price clocked as of market close on Friday. The initial placement will net the company aggregate gross proceeds $25 million, but Canopy is set to hold an over-allotment option of an additional $22.9 million for a further potential $25 million, meaning... If demand is strong enough, it could raise up to $50 million. In other news for North America, New Jersey's Cannabis Regulatory Commission is calling for public feedback on new proposals that seek to expand access to medical cannabis for patients in the state and establish research partnerships between dispensaries and research institutions. In a bid to improve the state's medical cannabis program, 
The proposed amendments have also been established to reduce people's reliance on opioids, which have been declared a public health crisis in the US. Governor Murphy stated, Of New Jersey's 9 million residents, only approximately 15,000 are able to participate in the state's medical marijuana program. This compares to states with similar population sizes, such as Michigan, which currently serves an estimated 218,000 patients, and Arizona, which currently serves over 136,000 patients. The Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority has announced it shut down five cannabis businesses and seized thousands of pounds of illicit cannabis. Partnering with Kay County agencies in a collaborative investigation, OMMA seized or embargoed around 14,000 cannabis plants and 4,850 pounds of cannabis. The investigation looked at 11 recent complaints into the Ponca City area medical cannabis businesses, performing 19 routine compliance inspections at local licensed medical cannabis facilities in the area. OMMA filed two emergency orders of summary suspension and embargo in administrative court on September 11th that led to the shutdown of two growers, Solar Lights LLC and JN Green Grow LLC, pending further administrative proceedings. The Oregon Health Authority has filed a temporary suspension on the testing of cannabis products for the mold Aspergillus. Earlier this year, Oregon introduced regulations that required all cannabis products to be tested for four strains of the mold, Aspergillus, including A. Flavus, A. Fumigatus, A. Niger, and A. Terrius. Any products that test positive for the mold strains would not be allowed on retail shelves. However, members of the Oregon cannabis industry said this zero-tolerance rule was too harsh, including the Cannabis Industry Alliance of Oregon, which led a legal challenge against the rule, claiming it's devastating and irreparable, as the mold is endemic in the air and that there are no effective agricultural methods to eliminate the pathogen. Mississippi's Department of Health has announced a proposal for a vigorous change to its medical cannabis markets regulations. Mississippi legalized medical cannabis in February of 2022, seeing nearly $15.7 million in sales since the program's launch. The proposed rule changes focus on rules that need to be adhered to by practitioners and patients, as well as changes to wording. Updates include information on how patients can renew medical cannabis cards, along with what kind of ID must be submitted with card applications, as well as information on how non-residents can obtain a card in the state. Additionally, a section on advertising has now been included, which prevents registered practitioners from publishing advertising that contains false or misleading statements about medical cannabis or the medical cannabis program, uses colloquial terms such as weed, includes images of the plant, or contains medical symbols that could be confused for established medical organizations. A group of 35 organizations, including both NGOs and trade associations representing millions of workers in the US, have called on Congress to enact the long-awaited Safe Banking Act this year. In a letter sent to Congress, organized by StopTheDrugWar.org and the Cannabis Alliance, the group references the surge in robberies in state legal cannabis dispensaries, 
which are forced to hold significant reserves of cash due to their inability to deposit funds in a bank. It cites figures which suggest nearly 100 robberies of these stores had taken place in Washington state alone between November of 2021 and April of 2022, with 40% of those seeing robbers target only the store's cash, resulting in the loss of three lives. The group, which includes the United Food and Commercial Workers International Union, one of the first unions to work within the cannabis industry, representing 1.3 million workers, says it is a moral imperative for Congress to enact some version of the Safe Banking Act this year. And now, Europe's headlines. In a world where financial assets are yielding lower and lower returns and healthcare costs are skyrocketing, the pharmaceutical sector stands on a fertile ground of innovation and untapped market potential. Armed with an unprecedented $700 billion for acquisitions and investments, as reported by Goldman Sachs, pharma companies are eyeing new avenues for growth. One sector that's seeing a flurry of clinical activity is cannabis, supported by more than 400 ongoing clinical trials and newfound regulatory support. As pharma executives and life science investors navigate through a world of possibilities, the question arises, is cannabis the high-growth sector that pharma has been waiting for? For those looking to stay ahead of the curve, cannabis offers not just a business opportunity, but a chance to be a part of a healthcare transformation, says Prohibition Partners co-founder and CEO Stephen Murphy. Aquis listed Apollon Formularies has entered into another agreement to sell its global assets after announcing that its previous deal with Global Hemp Group has now fallen through. In January this year, Apollon announced that it had signed a binding letter of intent with GHG. The deal, which continued in discussions until last month, would have seen Apollon receive $250,000 in cash alongside $10 million GHG shares in exchange for exclusive license to certain of Apollon's international patent applications and proprietary intellectual property, with supporting third-party preclinical test data in the following territories – the United States, Canada and Mexico, as well as Israel and the European Union, with extension to Morocco. In an announcement in early August, Apollon announced that the extensive negotiations had ultimately come to nothing and the disposal had been terminated by mutual consent. However, this week, Apollon announced that it has signed a new binding letter of intent with Canadian water-soluble cannabis solutions company Sproutly. Danish medical cannabis operator Stenocare has seen its stock price jump by nearly 20% this week after detailing a number of key initiatives it believes will see it reach break-even in 2024 and become a leading European brand for medical cannabis in Europe and beyond. The announcement published earlier this week laid out the company's plan to increase its ongoing flow of news stories and market updates in an effort to offer shareholders more detailed insights into its progress across various markets. Following a period of regulatory delays in Denmark and elsewhere, the company says it's now seeing traction building in six key areas. Firstly, in its home market, Stenocare is reportedly continuing to win market share thanks to a number of medical cannabis oils available through the country's pilot program. According to the Danish Health Authority, 
treatments with oil products have been growing since the introduction of Stenocare's THC and CBD oil products. Cannabis industry stakeholders from across the world were welcomed to Messe Dortmunds this week for the inaugural edition of the Cannabis Business Expo 2023, taking place at a crucial time for the industry, which is at once under severe pressure and on the cusp of a raft of breakthroughs. Panels featuring a number of the industry's leading voices, including Business of Cannabis, explored these inflection points in detail. Hosted alongside Big Tobacco Conference Intertobacco, the event's recurring themes for the day fittingly focus not only on the potential opportunities each industry presents to the other, but also on what steps need to be taken for the cannabis industry to match the tobacco industry in size. Grand Ventures partner Matt Francini said Big Tobacco wants to have a meaningful part of the space. He added that he believed there would be as much M&A activity as there was at the height of the last green wave, and that now was the cheapest time to invest in cannabis. CB21 Pharma, a leading Czech-based pharmaceutical company specializing in producing cannabinoid ingredients and medical devices, has successfully extended its EU Good Manufacturing Practice certification. The achievement allows CB21 Pharma, the spin-off sister company, to pioneering CB Depot, to continue manufacturing active pharmaceutical ingredients such as cannabidiol from initial extraction to the production of full-spectrum distilled and standardized extracts from medicinal cannabis, marketed as Cannabis Extractum Raffinatum and Cannabis Extractum Normatum. According to CEO Jan Storch, CB21 Pharma's accomplishments demonstrate its commitment to quality and innovation in the pharmaceutical sector. As the company continues to grow and expand its product offerings, it remains steadfast in its mission to provide the highest quality cannabinoid ingredients for pharmaceutical use. And as always, you can read more about all of this week's top stories at businessofcannabis.com. That's businessofcannabis.com. Business of Cannabis New York at the Williamsburg Hotel on November the 3rd will once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions, and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day program, providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights, and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Get your tickets today and join us on November the 3rd. And after a hugely successful event in London, Earlier this year, tickets are now on sale for Cannabis Europa 2024. Next year is going to be the 10th installment of Europe's premier B2B Cannabis Conference and Expo. Tickets on sale now. You can find the link in the show notes. Also, sponsorship applications for Business of Cannabis New York now open. Again, find the link in the show notes. Well, that's it for another week of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, please do let us know by way of a review in your favorite podcast app. You can leave sentences now of opinions on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please do leave us your feedback. We'd love to know how we can improve the show for you. 